0: What if you've lost your passion as a worship leader and you're still called upon to lead? What do you do?
1: Welcome to the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast. Well, our mission is to equip and encourage worship leaders and teams and practical components of local church leadership. We're so thrilled to have you listening to our podcast, and our prayer is that it's helpful for you and your teams. If you have any thoughts or questions, feel free to reach out to us at worshipleadertoolbox.com. And we'd also be honored to have you hit subscribe wherever you're listening to us. Let's join together in today's episode, starting now.
0: Today we want to talk about a subject that might not have a real neat and tidy answer, but we're but we're praying it's a helpful conversation for you. I'm here in the studio today with Tim Price. How are you doing, Tim?
1: Oh, I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day to record a podcast.
0: Awesome, awesome. Glad to be here with you. And I'm also here with Elizabeth West. How are you? I'm doing good. Awesome. I'm glad that you guys are here. It's a it's a like you said, it's a beautiful day outside of those windows there. But El- Elizabeth's our live studio audience. <laughs> and and our tech person. So, that's great. We're glad to have you here. Um, but we're going to jump into this uh topic here, and there may um need to be a disclaimer here that we're only scratching the surface of this topic um of passion and as everyday folks, we're not medical professionals. So, if you're sensing a loss of passion and excitement for your ministry and life as a result for something deeper like a full-blown burnout depression or other situations we're very supportive of you talking uh, with someone professional
1: yeah you're right about that clint we um do want to talk a little bit about just you know worship leading on everyday basis every single week and there's some weeks you just don't feel like you have it in you and um and that, that is different than you know a full-blown major uh, life thing, anxiety or whatever. But it's really too common for ministry leaders to think that they should have it all together. And if you think about it, you can't schedule your down times. Like you mm-hmm. can't look ahead on the calendar and say, oh, I'm going to be kind of down that day. I'm going to mm-hmm. you know not be here that day. And if you, <clears throat> if you um, knew when you were going to have those days, of course, you could schedule a vacation or a break. But um, anyway, just the idea that, Sometimes we, as leaders, don't think we should, you know, talk with somebody or, or let people know they're be vulnerable in that way, mm-hmm. and um, and that that's totally good. But as far as this topic goes today, we're kind of skimming the surface.
0: Yeah, and what we're talking about today is the worship leader who is very happy to be serving in the church. They love their people. Uh, things are clicking okay, but there just seems to be something a, a little bit off, right? The passion and enthusiasm just doesn't seem like it. You know, like it used to be, you know, um, and we want to talk about some things that we can do if that happens. Um, today we have nine different ideas and we're going to skim through them uh, so you can check out the blog post at the theworshipleadertoolbox.com that's going to uh, follow along with this. And on our first one, Tim, here it is. Uh, remember a time when you were more passionate.
1: Yeah, and that's always good to take a step back and remember why you took the job that you're in anyway how you got into it why you wanted to do it at the beginning and you want to just think about how God has been at work in your life mm-hmm. and when you take time to reflect that's one of the reasons Sabbath is so important because that's some of the time that that happens naturally of just uh, realizing how good God is and and when you're you know your nose is like in the grind all the time you just lose that perspective and so remembering a time you're more passionate can kind of start you know reliving reviving what you're why you're doing what you're doing yeah that's a good one
0: yeah i really like that one because also if whenever we look back at things like that um you know if you're having like a maybe a rough season a rough week or two or whatever you know like those hard days are like on your mind but when you look back like all those things they actually just kind of fall away and like you know the diamond just kind of uh shines back there of what Mm -hmm. was going on not like the everyday grind stuff so that's that's a that's a really good one um so yeah
1: yep Number two is to identify the need. So if you lost passion or enthusiasm or you've got this like little bump in the road of just kind of being down on things, maybe it's not that you need to quit your role. Maybe it's that you need to take a break or a vacation or visit another church service or maybe, you know, it's an issue going on at home because all that is so intertwined. Mm-hmm. If there's financial pressure or something similar, just trying to pinpoint the problem and identifying the need can um you know once you get control of that even if it is a big issue once you've pinpointed it and defined it then it kind of um, helps you lessen that overall feeling of lack of enthusiasm or yeah. or you know passion for leading worship or serving in your church so
0: that that's that's so true i know in my own life there's been times where i've looked back and it's not actually been the ministry or the people i'm serving with or like you know the people in the congregation that i'm interacting with it's it, it is always something else and usually it's uh the need of a of a break or vacation because I was just going seven days a week, you yep. know. So that's true. Yeah, so uh number three here, um a singular focus on God's word.
1: And we could I mean this is wouldn't have to say much about this. Yeah except that it's good for people to realize that even ministry leaders, people who are serving in worship or preaching or whatever, are just human Christian believers just like other people are and sometimes you look back and you all sit and realize wow what just happened here it's been like a week and a half and i haven't even opened my bible app <laughs> like <laughs> how did i get out of this discipline or how this like yeah. change or whatever and so just taking time to a full immersion like read a, a chapter of scripture just over and over or or whatever it is just to be refueled by god's living and active word and so you know not that uh not that ministry leaders don't believe in god's word but sometimes we just don't live that way. And mm-hmm. So we've kind of lost this enthusiasm about really our mission. Or maybe our enthusiasm or our, our passion all of a sudden shifted accidentally over to like lighting mm. <laughs> or production <laughs> or sound. Yeah. And then we miss out on this component that, no, we're, we're leading God's people. This is a holy call. So yeah. just singular focus on God's word is huge.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's so true. That's so true. Uh, Next one here, it says, fasting for a particular day, season, or event. And I think this one's kind of interesting uh, because (laughs) we just got done eating lunch, and you didn't have what we had. You're like not fasting, but you're doing something different, you know?
1: Well, over the years, I've just done the Daniel Fast, and I'm sure I brought it up on a podcast somewhere, but it is kind of helpful for me at least to um, partly health reasons, but also partly just... um, the discipline of spending time in prayer. So typically I try to find a day each week to fast, like do the 24 hour fast, like eat supper the night before, don't have anything until supper the next night. And that each week will kind of like, it's almost like a little Sabbath while you're working. Cause you're always thinking about that. But this other thing is it's helped me if I know I'm coming up on a big event or some major season mm-hmm. or something for our church, then it'll help me to do a longer fast. And the fast that I do is, called the Daniel fast Mm. and we don't have a lot of time for each of these points, but you can Google the Daniel fast and basically it's just no meat or dairy or Mm -hmm. white bread or, um, you know, flour of any kind or, uh, sweets of any kind. Yeah. uh, Chemicals. And it comes from the book of Daniel whenever he said, yeah, feed us vegetables and water and see who's healthier at the end of 21 days. And so I've done this for several years and it's kind of morphed different times, but currently, um, um, kind of doing that fast and praying toward a particular day coming up in about 45 days. And so I'm thinking about and praying for that. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's a good one. And there's places of scripture where Jesus says there are certain things that can only come out by fasting and prayer, like certain demons or certain things are only going to happen when we fast and pray. And so there's a lot to that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, this is kind of like on topic, but off topic, like my mom, uh, a handful of years ago, she, she went through cancer and after that she like radically changed her the way she ate because uh she felt that the way she was eating like really you know caused some things so um she she started doing the the daniel's diet daniel fast and like she's never looked back like she always does it huh. yeah so that's uh, amazing yeah it's pretty good and uh yeah she's super healthy healthy you know so um that's that's really good the next one here number five relax
1: and maybe this sounds too simple but the church needs the supernatural power of god And leaders, worship leaders especially, are just vessels. Hmm. They're like conduits for God to do the work through. So we just need to relax and seek the Lord and pray and and really just watch God move. Hmm. And sometimes I've just found when I'm pushing hard, got the gas pedal down, trying to get this person lined up right and these words right and this thing right Hmm. and this song more creative and do more of this and do more of that. Sometimes I just find, man, if I just step back and just go back to, you know, leading songs. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like step back for a minute. Yeah. And um and just kind of recenter on the fact that it's God's church and I'm going to do what I can, but I can't do it all. Yeah. So
0: yeah, no, I mean, oh my goodness, how 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 much of a difference a Sunday morning can be at, like if you have the mentality of like, you know, all the details and everything versus like you're going in and, like, hopefully Sunday morning everything is done, you know, if you're a worship leader and you're coming into the space of, like, we're here to, you know, be in the presence of God and just worship him. Like, those are two different things. And, like, yep. you know, so that's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so far we've we've kind of flown through these first five ones. And and just kind of, just so you can remember real quick. It's, uh, the first one is remember a time when you were more passionate. Number two, identify the need. Number three, a singular focus on God's Word. Number four, fasting for a particular day, season, or event. And the fifth one is relax. So uh, real quick, relax right there as we uh, are going to take a quick break. And When we come back, we'll finish the rest of the list. All right, welcome back to the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast. Uh, Clinton here with Tim and Elizabeth, and we are going through this list, and we are at number six, which is do the basics.
1: And I just kind of mentioned that a little bit in terms of just pulling back and just singing songs if you have to to make it simple but um, sometimes just sticking with the basics will help through the seasons of ebb and flow of passion so sing the love songs mm. not the love songs but the loved songs like the mm-hmm. ones everybody thinks is awesome are, 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 are awesome and um, pull in the simple worship team structures or just step back and start focusing on a major weekend coming up that's down the road a couple weeks and really those are just basic things that you're doing as a worship leader that just kind of you know it doesn't put a toll on you right this very minute but it also helps you get excited Mm -hmm. enthusiastic about what's coming up yeah and in some ways i guess i've heard it phrased you know set up for a few uh simple successes so Mm -hmm. that people can start you know building back up and so you can too
0: yeah no i mean and that that this one right here um is basically the story of like um the heart of worship right is that matt redmond who is yeah. Yeah, like, you know, I mean, I don't know, I don't know like the stories of everything, but stuff and whatever was going on at his church and all of a sudden he just like, you know, it's just going to be him. Or I don't even know if they did music or if it was just like him and his acoustic guitar and that song was birthed from that of just a season of just like the basics and like not yeah. all the frills and everything. So, it's amazing when we get out of the way, <laughs> you know, what can happen. So, That's true. All right. Number 7, invite prayer.
1: A lot of times, people will run around and say, "Hey, uh, can you pray for me?" And unless you know somebody really well, most of those are things that are um, kind of surfacey things, like mm-hmm. somebody's traveling or somebody's sick or you know things like that. And those are important to pray for too. But when you know people a little bit deeper, then you can give prayer requests of things like you know your small group or a family member or something. You could say things like, "Hey, I'm just really struggling just to like." keep this going. I mean, mm-hmm. I've just kind of lost a little bit of my energy here and, and I'm just praying the Lord will give a fresh dose of energy and enthusiasm in, in my own spirit. And then as they, as they're praying for you, I don't know, you know, this is another topic probably, but we don't need to stick that on Facebook or anything, or, mm-hmm. you know, we just have a big, huge spiel about it. Cause in some ways, and just the ebb and flow of life. Part of worship ministry. It is a little, it's a work. I mean, it's like your mm-hmm. job. It's your, it's your, what you're doing. And, um, like I've mentioned before, sometimes you are taking your brown bag lunch and your guitar case and you're, you're just committing because you're being called to this. Mm-hmm. And so just to put it out there every other week or something, Hey, I'm not feeling it today. That's going to like demoralize everybody. So I don't think it should be a big public thing necessarily. There's yeah. certain times when that might fit, but it wouldn't be a regular thing for sure. Mm-hmm. But, um, anyway, inviting people to pray for you is a, a great thing for any ministry leader to do because
0: most often it's reverse. Mm. Yeah, no, that's so good. Uh, Number eight, it says, listen and be willing. Yeah, and I think this
1: just goes along with Sabbath and prayer and and those things, but the Lord may use our timing and sense of passion in one ministry role or a a lack of passion in a ministry role as more of a desert season to prepare us for what's next. So maybe it's not a reason to freak out or go crazy, but just kind of begin to pray. I'm kind of losing a little bit of my heart here or, you know, enthusiasm for this. And so unless I hear differently, I'm still on. But, um, you know, Lord, breathe into me your vision for something else if that's the case. And so sometimes the Lord can just use that kind of like underpinning of uncertainty or lack of enthusiasm or passion to move to something new. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe a new season in your own church or a new opportunity altogether. Hmm. That's so good. That's so good. Just being willing to be there and show up when God speaks, you know, just like here I am, Lord, your servant Mm -hmm. is ready, you know? All right. Number nine, wait on the Lord. Yeah. And this is really just our outline here is just the verse
1: Isaiah 43. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Mm -hmm. So taking that verse as, as many people have as a, as a promise and uh, just living through whatever you're living through Mm -hmm. (laughs) with, with that in mind can be
0: a huge help. Yeah. That's good. Um, This is, this has been a great little conversation here because I know there's times where I felt this, uh, you know, so this is real life stuff, you know, Uh, not that I, I felt like I was losing my call to ministry, but you know, there's things that weigh heavy on us. Uh, So this Mm -hmm. is, this is a great reminder for, for everyone because it's, it's something that we all go through from time to time. So um, you know, he, us, the Worship Toolbox, we're here. We're praying um, that this will be a good uh, conversation for you also. And as we wind down here, uh, we of course want to uh, remind you to subscribe, rate, and share. But even more than that today, we want to uh, pray for you. So we're just going to take a moment here and pray for you here. Uh, Jesus, we want to put our trust in you today. Uh, trusting in your leading, trusting in in your work in each of us uh, trusting in your holy spirit uh, to fill each each of us each each listener uh, with a deeper sense of your work and grace Uh, for the times lord that uh, that we are feeling down and out in ministry we we're praying uh, for your supernatural strength that it will kick in um, and renew us Uh, we're we're living on faith and so grateful for your grace It's in your name we pray. Amen.
1: Thanks again for joining us. We so appreciate you. If you have any questions, you can find out more about our ministry by going to worshipleadertoolbox.com. Join us again next time. We're looking forward to it.